Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of wicked handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How we doing, Andy? Congratulations to Matthew Fitzpatrick. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche for kicking the crap out of the Tampa Bay Lightning. What were you watching this week, and? Oh, a lot of golf. I did watch all Like I said, I, I visited not only my wife's parents, but then I went to my dad's house yesterday to visit him for Father's Day, and we watched golf for a long time. Like, just that's uh, not more chill than visiting. That's what old people call it when they sit and talk, they visit. And uh, we had just golf on mute, watching that, cheering for. Cheering for either Zal or Fitz, and boy, it was a it was an eventful final round. Yeah, the uh, the hockey game was an absolute ass blasting. Just just took him to town there. Just really, and Matt gave me shit about not watching that, and I'm like, I checked the score. I'm like, well, it's not even a good game, unless you had. I guess if you had Avalanche money line, it was a super fun game for you guys. But I went to the rodeo Saturday. I was in South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota. What else do you do? Love a rodeo. And yeah, it's just a small town rodeo. Every small town apparently has the little rodeo grounds. And I mean, I was six feet from where they're letting the bull out of the chute. You just, they just, you can just kind of walk around. I mean, there's some, one of the rodeo guys is telling kids like, Hey, uh, don't stick your hands through the fence. There's a bull coming out of there. <laughs> These kids are, oh, okay. Well, it's good somebody then, was doing it. Five minutes later, they're just right back up by the fence. I'm like, you guys are, there's, you know, and eventually if the bull came that way, they'd jump. But it was, uh, it's fun being in the uh, the small, small town rodeo. Good job to everyone who participated in the Esteline South Dakota rodeo. You guys were great. Barrel racing's nuts. Like, they just whip around those barrels. And like, I'm like, the horse is going to tip over you guys. Careful. Otherwise, yeah. It's otherwise, fun to watch. Uh, Skills I don't understand necessarily, but, you know. Yeah. We're yeah, we're on to the draft. We're on to some NFL here soon enough. We're on to a few more hockey games, at least four more hockey games for I'm hoping for the bets I've placed on that. And we'll uh we'll still spin into some tennis. We have Wimbledon qual is it Wimbledon qualifiers right now? The men are qualifying right now. I think women start tomorrow. Eastbourne is done or no, Eastbourne just started. Eastbourne just started. So we have People who don't need to qualify are playing there or not playing at all. Qualifiers are playing. Qualifying for a slam is a much bigger to-do than qualifying for a regular tournaments. So it takes all damn week. And, yeah, well, I'm guessing the beauty about qualifying is there's a lot of qualifiers. And I haven't looked at the sheet since uh, you got your hands on me. Usually you have a bunch of uh, a bunch of wagers in those, and I'm sure you're betting Eastbourne too because – that's just how you live your life. But yeah, if you, uh, I'll say this at the end. I'm going to hit it a little earlier. That probably makes more sense. If you are in the YouTube chat, hit us with a thumbs up. That helps people find this show. I love you guys in the chat, though. So please do that for me. And we'll talk, uh, let's talk a little draft. I don't know if you've gotten too deep into it yet. We've got the NBA chat talking, we've got the draft chat talking about it. And it is, uh, there's quite a bit out there right now. And it's hard to bet on it. There are low limits. The offshore space is very hard to find stuff. Um, if something goes up and gets bad, it just instantly drops. It's been a tricky, uh, it's like how you hear people talking about when you listen to these podcasts with pro bettors. So like the, the, it's hard. The hard part is getting money down. And this isn't even, it's not like we're trying to bet thousands of dollars here. It's hard to find find a place to put $100 on a bet right now. 50 bucks even is rare. Yeah, it's, it's tricky. So... Um, we'll have Dan pull up some of the some of the overall odds for some of the top players here. And 
you can see we have a there's some consensus numbers for favorites and for the most part a lot of them don't care for uh, a lot of people i'm talking to don't care for some of those consensus odds but uh number one overall you can see our guy jamari smith minus 200 chet a tall skinny freakish tall, dude chet. Don't he is from minnesota 155 and paolo now i had this conversation already with someone is it banchero or Bancaro? i'm the one who bets college i believe basketball. it's banchero Banchero. He's the one who just uh well, Bancaro, never mind. Bancaro. All right. Well, I'm gonna I wanted to nail it before I have to do a uh, full podcast on this tonight. But plus nine fifty. He was a little bigger yesterday. Some people have bet that. Um, but yeah, Jabari said most of the news we're getting right now is about workouts and agents putting out spin, and it's gonna be a fun puzzle to unravel. You have thoughts on kind of one, two, three, how you think it's gonna go? It's still pretty early, and I think less than any other draft, we have consensus now. You know, probably every three to four years, we maybe get a draft where we don't quite have a lock at number one. But it seems like one, two, and three are wide open at this point. And we know that Paolo uh, went and worked out for Orlando today. And I just think it's odd that these favorites are such big favorites, given what we've seen not only in terms of some mock drafts having Chet won, some have Jabari won. We hear whispers again that Paolo had a great workout and the Magic aren't answering questions about him all of a sudden. So the next couple of days are, are going to be pretty wild. I'm very excited to listen to the deep dive tonight. If you don't already follow Vegas Refund, he's got a bunch of great tools. He's got an, you know, a, a consensus odds board where you can see all the mock drafts. He's even got some bets up there already. But I think that, you know, again, you look at some of those numbers and all the favorites to me look really big. So I've just been putting in bets on chaos. And, and like you said, you can't get really too much down. But even, you know, 50 bucks here on a few of these things are look like really great value to me. Again, Paolo had a great workout for the Magic that would put him at number one. You poke around, you should be able to find number one. Most places, again, offshore have number one odds. Um, a lot of the regulated places do as well. But I think that there is a these odds should be much, much closer. You look at the board again, it's pretty much Jabari and Chet pretty closely, but I think that Bonchero number is going to drop like a rock. So give me some Bonchero to go number one. And then same thought at number two, Oklahoma City really hasn't indicated much which way they're going. Um, we know there's two players that are really attractive, not only to them, but in general, and it's Bonchero and Jade Nivey. And I think I gave out Jade Nivey as kind of a throwaway last week. So double check and see if you have that already. But at number two, I think that's a spot where Oklahoma City might be able to induce Houston into maybe trading up for Paolo. If he's still available, may get another team to come in for Ivy or something like that. It just Oklahoma City has a lot of variability there. And if Bonchero goes number one, they really like Ivy. If Bonchero doesn't go number one, they like him too. It's honestly just mostly a fade. I think Chet's going to drop like a rock. It's The more I look at him, the more I read some stuff about him, I don't know how anybody could be more excited about him than some of these other guys. So you look at that, and then I haven't said Jabari Smith's name yet. And if we have kind of a Paolo, maybe Ivy, Chet thing, anything's possible really at that number three pick. And Jabari Smith, you can find 20 to one. Again, just kind of betting on chaos here at the top three. The next one, Keegan Murray, number four. Um, Vivek Ranadive, who owns the Sacramento Kings, pretty much every year says which player he wants. And pretty much every year, that's who the Kings draft. And he wants Keegan Murray this year. And Keegan Murray is a very highly rated player. There's a bunch of good options that will be there. But the owner wants Keegan. So what the heck? At plus 300, I'm going to go with the owner who generally gets what he wants. He is the decision maker there. 
Um, these next two over-unders, a little bit hard to find, but, you know, poke around, again, on some of the regulated ch- places. Unfortunately, in Pennsylvania, we don't have draft bets, but I hear that in other places you do. So poke around. Um, Shaden Sharp under eight and a half. He continues to drop in drafts. He's maybe nine or ten a few spots, but pretty much settling around seven or eight in every mock draft, especially some of the sharper ones. And then we've heard some reports that, with all apologies, assume assume anyway, this uh, Dian guy um, has a guarantee basically, and we believe it's in the lottery. So as you start to look at some of these teams, he's got a lot of upside, and based on who he's worked out for, I think the under fourteen and a half again that puts him in the lottery. Happy to bet that. And then the odds for him to be a top ten pick at uh, plus four hundred. I think given how some of the teams in the back end of the top ten are going to want to trade out, I'm curious to see how many moves we get here. I think there's going to be some teams maybe that want to jump over some other guys to grab Diang here. And just, again, a top 10, I would have that maybe closer to two to one. So happy to take plus 400. Again, poke around. These are at a lot of different offshores. You can get little bits down here and there. And then, you know, if you're lucky enough to be in a state that allows you to bet on the draft legally, I'm sure you can find all this there. Yeah, it, even that's a little tough sometimes. But uh <sighs> Do what you can, grind it out, ask your buddies, ask your friends, see what else. And yeah, there are, even in the legal states, there's five or six legal states that just straight up don't let you, you know, don't let you bet draft props. You know, Iowa is one that's become a pain in the ass. When, last year for the NFL draft, I drove to Iowa. Like all these props at DraftKings that my guys in the chat were betting. I'm like, I'm going to go bet all these. I was just ready to load up. that. I'm glad I didn't like load the account up first and I'd take a withdrawal right away. But uh, I was ready to load it up and get down there, maybe sign up for a couple other books and got down there and realized, like, oh, shit, that's not a thing you can do. So we'll have some more content on that uh, <laughs> this week as we go. And uh, Yeah, the deep yeah, dive tonight. That should be great. Like I said, deep dive tonight with Vegas Refund on the same YouTube channel, tune in 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Not sure what time in Hawaii, but if you're out there in the islands, we welcome you into the fold. We'll talk draft for an hour, hour and a half with free fund and see how things go. So maybe we'll have some news dumps this afternoon that we can go over. We'll talk about some, uh, like you said, agent stuff, coaching stuff, like Alex alluded to. It's good to know who makes the decisions for teams. It's just like we talked about with the NFL draft. You know, you get to know what some of these GMs know and how much uh, you know influence an owner or a coach has in certain places. You know, Belichick has a little more influence over draft draft uh, stuff than, say, somebody like uh, – I don't know whoever fuck coaches the Jets. No, <laughs> it's Robert Sala. I think there's a new guy. So, um, all right, hockey. You're betting hockey, hockey, eh? Hockey tonight, just because again, I'm I'm not like doubling down, but I need the Lightning to win a couple games. So, for now, and it's <laughs> the whole thing is, hey, we're uh, you know, we're betting we're betting the the team that lost uh, the Bolts after a loss, like it didn't work last time. But there is there is something to this. They play better at home. Both teams are good home teams. They get to go home, down 0-2. They should see a better performance from their goalkeeper than they did on the road in game two. And, yeah, just a cheap price on the Bolts. Small D-Gen bet for me just so I can have something to watch on a Monday night. There's no golf tonight. There's no basketball. The draft is a few days away. So after this, I'll, uh, I'm going to just put a small bet on the Lightning. I don't know if if somebody watches hockey and says tells me this is dumb, 
I'm too late. I already bet this, but there's a yeah. Andy's getting a small degen bet on the hockey. Abs are pretty banged up. Look at that. Matt says three regulars not at morning skate. My double down. My double down. So not a lot of analysis on this because I can't name Vasilevsky, Stamkos. Um, yep, that's the players <laughs> I can name. <laughs> I can name more. I can name more Abs. I think so. I will watch the hockey tonight um, during and after the deep dive, and this is it. Yeah, just bolts minus ten. That bolts means lightning. Tampa Bay money line. And like I said, I haven't looked yet, but I'm hoping you have a shitload of tennis for me today because I need something to while the time away. Yeah, I mean, our five and a half games bet, we're still minus 125. So the market doesn't think we're way off there. And I mean, Tampa now four to one to win the Stanley Cup with, uh, like you said, they're such good home teams. What the heck? I mean, Matt didn't complain about it. That should be good. <laughs> Got a handful of tennis bets. Uh, Wimbledon qualifying for the women starts tomorrow. No odds up for that yet. Handful of men's qualifying matches. But we're in Germany, Andy, and I'm pretty sure you don't pronounce this the way I think you do. Is it Bad Hamburg? Bad. Bad? Yeah. It, 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 uh, when, they put that in front of, when they put that in front of a town, it just means it means bath. So, like, 99% sure there's like a natural spring there or like a hot spring or something and people would go or like mineral springs and people would go to this town to heal back in the uh, days. And it, you know, there actually is some healing properties to a nice mineral bath, but yeah, Bad, Bad Umberg, I suppose. And Eastbourne, that's super easy to say. So nice and easy. And Dan says it's good Hamburg when your bets win. Ah. But yeah, we have some totals, underdogs, money lines, spreads. Look at this. I'm not disappointed. Grass season continues. Now, this first bet in Bad Homburg um, is hypothetically today. It looks like it's raining there. The two matches that were playing were stopped, and this is next up. I can't remember which court it's on, but both matches are in the first set, and this one's waiting. Alizé Cornet plays Anna Kalinskaya, and I like the over here. This should be a really competitive match between both women. Um, Cornet has some Pretty positive results, although nothing fantastic, honestly. But a very creative, smart player, knows how to play on the surface. Kalinskaya getting much better at it. Honestly, every time she plays, really was heartened by her performances last week. But both women feature very long matches. Happy to take over 21 and a half, which I got at a pretty good number. I think right around plus 100, honestly. Saw a juicy 21. That's fine, too. Again, have this closer to 22. Allison Van Udvank, again, it's grass season. So I'm just going to be betting her, honestly, anytime there's a plus in front of her name, especially against someone like Amanda Anasimova who is making a, a surface transition. The last time she played was at the French Open, so this is her first match on grass, and Yufank has about two almost three weeks of grass experience under her belt, and this is her surface. I think her game is going to do very well, and Anasimova, I think, is going to have trouble making the adjustments here, and love Van Yufank at plus money. Um, Camilla Rakamova played this morning, beat Ludmilla Samsonova in a really tough match now. She is a young player who doesn't have a lot of experience on grass, but the little bit of matches she's played, again, like I think it's we're up to eight or something like that, all look pretty positive. I think her game works well on the surface. And she's going against Caroline Garcia, who at any particular week could be great, at any particular week could be terrible, and generally is more the latter and not the former. Plus 200 and plus four games, I'm happy to take a swing here. I have this closer to plus 160. Over in Eastbourne, England, Katie Bolter. Again, it's grass season. I'm just going to keep betting her. She does especially well in the U.K., 
Alter plus 200 and plus four games. Now, Karolina Pliskova is great. She is one of the better grass players on tour, you know, probably the last season, the season before, but having a down year, did play a little bit better last week, but has a tendency to just kind of play matches that she's happy to just serve her way through. And I think given that, I really love the four games. And if we get a chance here at a tiebreaker or two, Bolter's very good in tiebreakers. So I think actually the longer the match goes, it's going to be better for the underdog when generally sometimes a quicker match is. So give me Bolter, um, the plus 210 and the plus four. Again, that'll be tomorrow. And uh, Cordae Callens guy is the only one that might be today, but I'm pretty sure we'll have all these tomorrow morning. Good. And as I was hunting for tennis at some of the books, I tend to bet your tennis set. I found a minus 108 on the lightning. So good. Casey Brown says it opened plus 105. So it's moving the right, said, right bet, wrong price. Like uh, you're late to the party, Molitor. That's uh, kind of kind of what I get for betting into a market. I don't know. Steam chaser. I know I need to be better about that with golf too. I'm betting golf so late in the week. I'm getting some some bad prices sometimes on some outright. Julian bad would be jumps, ashamed of you. I know. Like God, he even has some he has some ideas already for the open out in in his neck of the way. And even though he's not British, English, or UK affiliated, Europe is like Europe's like the Midwest. Like it just it's not that big. They're all so close together. It's all the same thing. Speaking of golf, though, we do have a tournament this week, and really, it's a pretty fucking good lineup here for a week after a major. Rory, JT, Scotty, Patrick Cantley, Burns, Shoffley, Spieth, Tony, Sungjae, Joaquin. Look at the top of the board here. No Morikawa. Yeah, Yeah, Morikawa's Bryson is fully LIV'd at this point. Um, Brooksy. Brooksy might be heading that way too, or he's probably further down the board because he sucks. I bet against him. So my my full tournament matchups, three out of the four cashed um before the for the cut cut line, which is super nice. And the one that didn't, they were tied. It was Brooks and Matsuyama. And Brooks is like his weekend just made me giggle. I think I, st- I won that matchup by 15 strokes. Like Brooks just played so horrible Saturday and Sunday. It was delightful. I, I was almost uh, yeah, almost hoping he would miss the cut. I know some people who placed that, but then I realized, like, I'm going to just keep betting against him. I bet on him on a single tournament matchup Sunday as well. So I'm going to just double down that he sucks and him sucking his – I've enjoyed it. Like It's not like I don't like the guy, but the stats don't match the name. And I love betting against a, a guy with a good name who the market Makes is perfect sense. Not, yeah, not wanting to disrespect, apparently. So one of my favorite tennis um, strategies. Yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise, I don't really have a take here yet. You can go read Bron's preview over at Bentsports Golf. If you did that, you'd be two steps ahead of me because I have not even done it yet. I'm going Way to have some outrights. I'll talk uh, yeah, too much tomorrow. fun yesterday. Tomorrow, Matt, Matt will come in and uh, evaluate how game three went, talk some game four, talk some series of awards, maybe shit like that. But when I'm back Wednesday, I'll have an outright or two. I'll have some full tournament plays. We'll talk some Travelers Championship when I get back on Wednesday. And then, yeah, if you want to catch any of the Betsports Golf stuff over there, follow at Betsports Golf on Twitter. That's a good place to catch some of that. And then, yeah, we'll just we'll try to keep rolling with the, the matchups. Matchups last week. 14 and 6. Whew. 
with the full tournament and the in-tournament ones, the round Pretty ones. Cool. Like one of my yeah, one of my better weeks for uh for matchups. It's fun when they're working, even though I I you ever do that where you bet against uh, this is perfect tennis analogy. You bet against a tennis player, you lose, they advance. That's the worst part is they advance. Because you bet against them. Against them. <laughs> <laughs> so like the same thing with golf. I, I made three matchup bets against Min Woo Lee, and it just my numbers weren't wanting him to play very well here and he did for two and i i looked at it in the third day and the last day i'm like man do i just not make this bet because this guy has killed me two days in a row and i said no i'm not gonna min Woo lee does not beat me three days in a row so i ended up uh nobody beats andy Ma nobody 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 does it so <laughs> min Woo lee we got you we got you on sunday finally it uh, felt damn good to get that one out of there so uh yeah thanks to FanDuel thanks for Alex for giving me some tennis to degen on thanks to producer Dan who will be on the grounds at the Travelers Championship doing some uh in-depth reporting Band from scout. from the uh from the event he'll be out there tomorrow we'll have some fun stuff again over on Betsports Golf I'm sure he'll have some some good posts from fully boots on the ground in Cromwell Connecticut so with that, we'll catch you. We'll catch you tomorrow. Huh?